Ah, so welcome to episode 31, uh, The Space in Between. We are going to hear Amy's story. Amy Gatzmeyer is a nomad teacher. She went through our 200-hour training at West Point last year, and then she kept going and participated in our 300 hours. So she is a 500 hour um, nomad teacher. And she also was our founding member, one of our founding members of Tribe, our, where we offer the tools of yoga to active duty. She's a veteran and she is also a mom. Among all of that busy busyness that she has, uh, she is a mom of beautiful two beautiful children. And she's going to share with us today um, the choice that she made of homeschooling them and the ins and outs, the ups and downs. So I will get to hear about that in just a moment. But right now, as I record this, I am sitting amongst lots of piles, piles of clothes, piles of things that were on my wall, boxes, things that should go in boxes that haven't yet, <laughs> uh, because I'm moving. I'm moving on Friday and I am going to be a true nomad for a few months. Um, I'm going to talk more about that, I think, next week. So next week, I will be in Europe with uh, Karina, another nomad teacher, senior teacher, and one of my best friends. We're going to Europe for two weeks. So we'll be gallivanting around. And we've already decided that we're going to document our, our discussions there and our discoveries. And Hopefully, we'll get to sit and talk to some amazing people and share their stories, and they'll have fabulous accents, I'm sure. And um, yeah, so that's actually the real reality of that is it's probably not going to be next week, but the week after, because we'll just be getting there on that Tuesday. Um, so that's good. That's going to be happening, and we'll share a little bit more of like the why of why I'm choosing to be this nomad and what is about to happen. Um, so just stay tuned all summer as it unfolds. Uh, but while that is happening, we still have so much going on in Nomadland because I am not leaving you guys. <laughs> we are offering our 200 hour training and beyond. So this is a really special training this fall. Uh, I was coming to this conclusion that um, things are shifting in the yoga world um, in that I think people are sort of tired of just doing the down dog and the chaturanga and the up dog and down and down dog and warriors and thank goodness. <laughs> um, so we're going to give you the foundations. If you're interested in being a teacher or you want to just deepen your practice, we're going to offer those tools. Yeah. Give you the solid foundation in terms of asana and philosophy and breath work and, and everything else that comes with with the teacher training, right? Um, our 200 hours is Yoga Alliance approved. But we're also taking it beyond, bringing you um, way more functional movements so that you can be this active yogi in years to come. Uh, and using different tools like my movement technique that I'm sharing, Movement 109. So I'll be doing a little training in that as beyond hours, which are CECs, continuing education. Um, so you'll get about 20 hours of CECs um, right off the bat, which if you're taking the Yoga Alliance path, you'll you'll want these, you'll need these to continue. Uh, and then what else are we offering in the beyond? Oh, uh, Ashley Safiati Lane, she is the owner of Bar, Body and Soul. And I truly believe she is the pioneer of bar up here in the Hudson Valley. She has been one of the first, I think she is the only, the first teacher. I came up here and I, and I started to teach bar, um, nine years ago and she 
found me out and she's like, what are you doing? I teach bar. So we, we were probably the only two people teaching bar. And yeah, I remember studios looking at us like, how are you going to teach bar without a bar? And we, we know we figured it out. We use walls and, um, but anyways, so she is, uh, an amazing teacher, an amazing person. She studied at exhale and has a really beautiful way of teaching. If you haven't taken her class, um, you should go. And I think that whether you want to be a bar teacher or you just want to bring some of the aspects of bar into a yoga class, this is a wonderful training too. And then we also be offering our tribe training aspects of our tribe training, um, to teach active duty and whether you want to teach that population or not, we'll also share how you can, um, make these really practical tools to other populations too. So there's so much that's going to happen in this 200 hours and beyond this fall. And so if you're interested in that, we're having an impromptu info session tomorrow night, Wednesday, May 29th, um, at 5 PM. So if you're interested in attending that and hearing a bit more about it, come on over, email me. Um, so go over to the Nomad website, nomadalwaysathome.com. Anything that says contact us or that'll lead you to me, <laughs> uh, phoebe at nomadalwaysathome.com. And then you can always send me a private message over at Instagram or Facebook. So, but the early, the early registration ends this week, June 1st. So that's why we want you to come to the info session, apply, put your deposit down because you're going to save more and get more with us. Um, I think it's worth the investment for you, um, whether you, again, want to teach or you really just want these tools for yourself. Uh, and then we also have our, our uh, what are they? Retreats. <laughs> Retreats happening. Belize, Becca Roberts, the owner of Namastasis. We are going to Belize in November. Our early Nomad special ends July 17th. So um, it's already filling up. So reserve your spot. And I will be going back to Bali. Bali is March 2020. So you can find about all of this over at nomadalwaysathome.com. And now let's go hear what Amy has to share with us. All right. So here I am today with Amy. Hi. Yes. um, Our nomad teacher and a founder of Tribe. And we will be doing our first weekend training uh, in a couple of weeks. Yes. It's really exciting. Yeah. So I've known you for almost a, well, no, over Over a year year. now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We met January, 2018. Right. And you did the 200 hour at West Point. Yes. It's wonderful. Yeah. And then you continued on, I guess Mm -hmm. we were doing something right. Yeah. (laughs) And I also sort of twisted your arm and said, you should no, I don't. So. <laughs> I don't think so. No twisting. <laughs> and uh, and then you continued on with the three hundred hour in the fall. Yes. And Jessica, who they have met on the podcast, mm-hmm. um, you both uh, with me um, are starting this new this new journey of mm-hmm. tribe. Yes. Yeah. It's been a lot of growth. Yeah. So thank you for being here. My pleasure. And we're going to talk a little bit. We probably we might touch on those two at some point today, but we're really here because you are. Um, you have children. You I have do. Two you kids. Can, yeah, you might be able to hear them. I'm not sure. No. Yeah. It's good. I like it. It's going to be in the background. Maybe, maybe not. We had a podcast a few weeks ago with Therese, and we thought that there were going to be toilets flushing the whole time in the background, and they couldn't hear anything. So it's good. It's all good. But yes, yeah, so you have two children. I do. I have a f- almost, well, she, five-year-old is my son, and eight-year-old is my daughter, just turned eight. Yeah. Yeah. 
And you are you are a stay-at-home mom, a primarily. stay-at-home mom, yes. And you, would you like yes. to share? Yes, and I, I homeschool my kids, which is a path I never imagined. I, in fact, never <laughs> even thought that I would be a stay-at-home mom. My mom was primarily not a stay-at-home mom. Okay. And neither of my grandmothers were really even stay-at-home moms that much, yeah. um, which for that generation is something, um, is especially something. my dad's mom. So uh, I never had imagined that for myself. My husband never imagined it for me. Um, yeah. And certainly we'd never really imagined homeschooling until my daughter was about two. So. Okay. Yes. So before we get there, I'm curious to know what did your mom and your grandmothers do? Um, my mom is, uh, has done a lot of different jobs, but um, she taught English for a long time. She okay. started as a psychologist, uh, probably not getting in there, or guidance counselor, I should say, um, okay. in different, she's been in psychiatric facilities. She's been in um, treatment facilities, uh, but mostly in uh, school counseling most recently. Okay. Yes. So that's interesting because yeah. you're taking her path, but in a different way. Yes. Yeah. So I, it's not that I didn't imagine teaching. Um, I was in the army. Yeah. And then before that, though, I was trained to be a teacher and I taught okay. for a year in New Orleans after Katrina. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I went in the army and I've never actually done traditional teaching since then. Okay. Um, other than yoga teaching. Yes. You're an excellent teacher. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So yes, we were um, a little bit, you know, not not the path we decided to take, but um, as soon as my husband and I started looking into it, we didn't really take that much convincing. (laughs) Okay. Why? What was it that was like um, spurred that? Like, Sure. Um, If you don't mind. I think a lot of different reasons when we always... You know, of course, it's like the question that people ask most often, and you just kind of look at them like, I don't know, it just seems natural. Like, that's okay. just what we decided to do. Um, I think most often is that we want this sort of natural learning environment that learning can happen in all places at all times, yeah. um, not necessarily to like a set schedule and a set location, uh, and also this innate love of learning and um, a passion to follow what you would like to follow versus what others mm-hmm. tell you you can follow. Yeah. Um, and so that being said, I do have to constantly remind myself of that. Right? <laughs> because, <laughs> um, like, what am I doing here? And, yeah. you know, as I structure my days and, um, yeah, I think that's a lot of the, the vulnerability of homeschooling is yeah. that um, there are a lot of outside pressures and, there's laws, but even, you know, the laws aren't very strict, but, you know, there's a bus that passes by the house every day, multiple times a day. And then sometimes I'll see it pass by in the morning and, you know, my kids are still in bed or my daughter, not my son, he's <laughs> definitely an early riser, but, and then it'll pass in the afternoon and there's some days where I'm like, oh, we actually haven't started school yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder if we should do that today. So, um. Yeah, there's this constant yeah. flow of you should be doing this, you should be doing that. They should be here, they should be doing that. Got it. Um, so I do have to remind myself why or what did I want to get out of this? Yeah, and so when you were you were saying your daughter was two then, um, when you were starting would. to decide. Yes. So yeah, I, it, your husband's still in the army. So yes. did that was that a factor? That is also a factor. Okay. Um, it does make it really easy to travel to see my family. I'm very yeah. blessed. We are very blessed to have an incredibly supportive families who will um, take us in whenever, which is good yeah. for an upcoming move. Um, and so I can do that again. You know, with the idea of like 
education happens wherever. I can take vacations when we want to take vacations. Yeah. Um, we tend to school year round by and okay. large, um, but maybe take, you know, a week off every few months or something, or okay. just frankly, you know, maybe we'll do stew four days a week, Yeah. Um, do longer weekends. Um, and then, right, the idea of being able to move and not have to worry about yeah. constant changing of school and having consistency within that is definitely a selling point. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, so when you, when your daughter was two and you were kind of contemplating that and you said, you know, you're trying to figure out what that would look like for you, that, sure. what did you envision it then? Not knowing what you know now, but sure. what were you? Um, I think that one of the big reasons that drew us in homeschooling, I, I knew from the beginning that I was going to take it year by year. Okay. Um, that, you know, if it's not working for us, I'm not going to, force it. Okay. And, and I think that it can be different with the kids, right? I mean, just some people get along and some kids and parents get along than yeah. others, right? People, kids are people. Um, <laughs> they are people. I know. Sometimes you'd, you'd be surprised, right? How sometimes people don't realize. Um, <laughs> and so with that being said, from the beginning, I was very much shaking it year by year. So um, I very much saw preschool and kindergarten as just playtime. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was one of the initial regions. To, towards homeschooling is because I just saw too much sitting okay. and um, focused effort yeah. for when we should just be outside playing. Yeah. Um, and maybe like snippets of yeah. reading. And, and that, that being said, I read with my kids for hours <laughs> most days, um, yeah. but primarily playing. So yeah, I saw a lot of playing okay. and that's, that's what we still do. They're technically um, kindergarten and second grade now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yes. So, uh, so now that you, you know, that was when she was two. So that was three years ago, right? Oh, like, she's eight. Now. Oh, she's eight. Sorry. Five years ago. Fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking grades. Great. Yep. <laughs> um, so that was five years ago. So, uh, how has that started to change a bit? Yes, it, um, has started to change a bit. Uh, I feel like it's been a pretty natural change. Um, yeah. you know, I feel as though going back to our reason of homeschooling, individuals, especially children, have a natural desire to learn. Yeah. Um, and so it's just figuring out how to tap into that yeah. and how to run with it and not smother it um, because it can be really easy to smother it. It's like, oh, you are interested in math today? Yes. Like, we'll just do all the math today. Well, you know, they wanted to do like five minutes of math by measuring the M&Ms that you were giving them. Yeah. And so everything is a lesson. Right. To yeah. a certain extent. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, but finding that, um, uh, that balance. And so that's, I think one of the other vulnerability pieces is that your, um, yeah, homeschool parent, all, all parents, of course, but I think especially homeschool parents is there's like no, no break, you know, they're, they're with me yeah. all the time. Um, was that something that you had been thinking about prior to? Like, oh, they're going to be with me at all times. Yeah, not as much. And in fact, when people tell me that they want to homeschool, I say, like, you realize, like, you'll be eating with them three times a day <laughs> and, like, all the snacks. And then sometimes, you know, my husband's like, why does it bother you so much X, Y, Z at the table or something? I'm like, well, because I've been looking at that for two hours today already. And so <laughs> it was totally okay at breakfast. It was totally okay at lunch. And, and it was now... okay at snacks. And now it's dinner. And it's not okay anymore. I, <laughs> like, that habit needs to go. Um, and, yes, so it's that we are, and I think that's, um, where did we start here? What, one of the things um, that has most surprised me about homeschool, about oh, where we've come from, mm-hmm. um, I think is something that got me into yoga the most 
growing, uh, knowing just, so when I became a parent, I knew like I needed to change, Mm -hmm. right? Like that is the most profound change that I have um, been through. And I knew that I needed to get things together Mm -hmm. so that others could get things together. Mm -hmm. Um, And homeschooling is like that too. I constantly have to school myself Mm. before I can ever school them. Um, and not necessarily on subjects, but just on life, you know, and, and going back to the idea of what is school. Well, at this age, I'm ultimately teaching them to be, you know, we've already said they're people, right? But I want (laughs) them to be, um, good, good people. And I want them to live in a better world. And I think that they can be part of that better world. Yeah. Um, and so just continually focusing on having them develop their internal controls. And Mm -hmm. if that means like this morning, for example, before you came, we were going to do most of our quote unquote schoolwork. Mm -hmm. Um, instead I was screamed at for 30 minutes that (laughs) (laughs) I, um, like have violated their trust because I missed a, I don't know, a lot, but there was a lot of screaming and it was all directed at me. Yeah. Um, but big ideas, right? You, you learn through this, wow, you know, she's really scared of math. Mm. She really, uh, I had gotten a problem wrong because okay. I had just glanced at it. And okay. she's like, you know, I, I trusted you. I trusted you oh. to be my teacher and you're not even giving me the right answers now. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. And it's some big <laughs> ideas, right? Yeah. Um, you know, now, and then as more she's, screaming comes out, she's like, now you're going to send this up to the school. And now the school's going to think we don't know anything. And now I'm going to be forced to go into the school. You know, oh, wow. you never know. She's like, has got a lot going on a in lot. there. Yeah. yeah. You never know what, what's a little so wise deep. One there. Exactly. <laughs> what else? And so, you know, we didn't end up doing any math this morning because, of okay. course, that was the first problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you you realize again going back to the developing these internal controls that there's always so much more mm-hmm. um and when you're in a public setting of course that gets suppressed mm-hmm. um and and you never yeah find out what I was know. in the back there can we kind of look at that situation sure. and just see like what would that look like if she yeah. had done this at school you know let's say it was her teacher that by chance got it wrong sure and then what what do you feel like? What would a possible scenario look oh, like? Oh man, I I mean I wonder that every day. I, I have a very sensitive daughter. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know us, <laughs> she um, you know, if everyone else is operating at a two, she's operating at a ten. Yeah. And whether that's happiness or excitement mm-hmm. or frustration uh, or anxiety, so um, man, I I don't know. I've always I I think that it would come that she would come home and have a lot of meltdowns at home I think she would be able to suppress and not really share the the reason why not necessarily share the reason why processed it because exactly it was like pacified so quickly right right she didn't really say something maybe she didn't would maybe she didn't wouldn't have said something to her teacher and then just acted out on you exactly yeah yeah and so it goes back you know to these Right. Yeah. The ability to be able to express yourself and express yeah. real feelings. And, and that takes, right? I mean, I still work on that every day, right? Like kids yes. see, I, like, yeah. again, we're together all the time. The kids have seen like a lot of 
meltdowns and I've tend to become very verbal about with your yourself with myself yeah. now I am doing this okay. now I am walking into the other room because okay. I need a break and now <laughs> I'm taking a breath and yeah. um so there's watching them see that you work through your own own patterns right and hopefully it sounds like you're catching theirs as they could possibly be turning into patterns sure Right. And because you're getting to see that information so much more quickly Mm -hmm. than as opposed to like not having those eight hours a day or whatever away from them. And then just kind of like, why is she acting out? You're actually seeing it live. Absolutely. It can be challenging. It sounds like because you're in it too and dealing with your own stuff. Sure. Um, But it sounds like the work that you're doing very consciously um, is working through your own stuff at the same time, helping her with her own past karma stuff that she brought into yeah. this world or, um, or just, you know, learning how to be a human being. Absolutely. <laughs> um, however you want to look at it. That's yeah. very quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you don't mind sharing, cause you were saying before you had them, you thought, okay, you knew, realized you needed to change. Mm-hmm. And so is that something that was that on the, the list of kind of looking at your own um, anxieties? It sounds like, is that, um, yeah, the- I think just as soon as my daughter was born, um, or soon, I soon, you know, maybe for her first couple of years, I was like, I need to take a different approach to, mm-hmm. um, you know, Yourself. when you have a sensitive child, right, you can tell from early on that, yeah. like, my um, habitual reactions are not what I want them to be and it's like not, <laughs> not um, what yeah. I want my children's to be. Yeah. Um, so, how can I be more conscious within that? Yeah. Um, so I started meditating at that. Well, I started, I've always been very physical, um, with movement. And so I started to do more physical practice of yoga at that point and then more, um, meditation and seated meditation and a lot of, um, reading Mm. and things. Yeah. That's interesting to see how you saw something within yourself from your daughter and said, oh, okay, this is actually Yes, she has the sensitivity, but it's actually a lot of my own stuff. Sure. And to call yourself and and say, okay, let me bring in these other tools for me first. Yeah. Yeah. It's always our own stuff. Yeah. I know. (laughs) Whenever. We don't always think that or want to know that. (laughs) So that's really, that's really wise of you to have um, seen that. Oh, thank you. And not just been like, oh, my daughter is really sensitive and then just kind of turn it on to that, but it actually, you turned it back on yourself to Mm -hmm. see how can you be a not more non-reactive parent in that circumstance. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our our worst weeks here at home when everything, you know, my husband walks in the door and it's always like word vomit to poor (laughs) poor guy. Because you're just telling him your whole day. Yes, everything, everything that's happened. And, you know, I start to (laughs) notice like in the days where we broke down here, we broke down here, we broke down here. And like, it's, it's me, right? Like, oh, well, I started this day and yeah. well, I did like, you know, I did all my self-care in the morning. I did my yoga. I did my seated meditation and I was like ready, you know, I was like universe. I am, I'm ready. I'm ready to tackle this day. And then, you know, like I walk across the hall and it's like tears and screaming. I like turn around and I'm like universe. Like that was not, <laughs> that was not what I was ready for. And right? that's the universe saying yeah. that's, why yeah. you're not ready. You sure. need to keep going and practicing sure. here right now right. in exactly. the screaming room. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah, it's super easy. It's super yeah. easy in my yeah. other room, quiet room. Yeah, um, exactly. And so um, on the weeks where I notice that's always happening, then then that's really when I need to like look at myself and mm-hmm. say, hmm, you know, like where am I not feeling confident and where am I not feeling, what am I getting stuck on, you know? Yeah. 
That's, that's really wise of you. So, um, so, and do you think just kind of looking at that, uh, do you think that if you had, you know, took them into a more traditional route of going to school, do you think that you would have found yourself in this path for your, you know, on your Mm. own? Yeah, certainly not in the same ways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, homeschooling provides an amount of, um, internal reflection that, Mm -hmm. uh, a constant look at your values, a constant look at, uh, your overall goals, Mm -hmm. which I think are a bit separate than, than value, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, obviously related. Um, yeah. And just a, a constant fear, right. I, um, I always, you know, have like all my lists and bullets and I'm, I'm very much a list maker, but I constantly just have to like throw that out the window because of, you know, whatever happened this morning, like math did not get checked off the list, but now I know more about (laughs) what's going on, you know? Um, um, yeah. So it's definitely made me, uh, be able to stand firm with my beliefs Mm -hmm. and just so much, um, more knowledge about myself too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm on this uh, forever cycle of, of self-knowledge, whether I'm learning quite literally like learning school subjects mm-hmm. with them or um, being encouraged. We, we very much try to go out and go on experiences and field trips and yeah. going to new places. And yeah. That's, so, that's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So do you want to start to kind of share with us what that looks like? You were just saying, you know, oh, sure. you're kind of always a step ahead, it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, you're in you're in, you know, subjects sure. that you might know pretty yes. well at this point. In well, time, yeah, it's also until that math problem this morning. So. Into the math yeah. problem today. Okay. <laughs> now it's like, oh, double level subtraction is. <laughs> yeah. So what does it look um, like for you um, as the teacher, teacher sure. slash mom? Um, we have several things throughout the week that we ha- uh, always go to. I run a community workout group, so we always go there. And okay. um, so because of that, that's typically in the mornings, I found my kids work best most days of the week to like move in the mornings oh, and then yeah. we kind of come back and um settle so we'll so come back PE. for lunch have, yeah it's exactly <laughs> there's p check that out um and then or it moves it frankly moves into like language arts i tend to find they do a lot of imaginative play there which oh, we're just cool. acting out whatever story we happen to be reading at the yeah. time so a little mixed um and then we come back, we do, we tend to always do like a, what we call a cuddle reading time on the couch where we just have like a huge stack of books and just make our way through them. Um, and they get to choose some, but then I'm also very intentional of choosing some that relate to whatever history or science topic okay. um, we're doing or just, you know, a good literature. I try to get um, a lot of different cultures, a lot of different races, music. Um, a different so ideas within they, those books. Are they? Are you reading out loud together? Or we are just... typically re- we do read out loud for okay. several hours a day. Um, okay. My daughter does read independently okay. on her own, just yeah. out of choice. So that's great. Um, yeah, usually by lunch she's already read by herself for at least okay. an hour. So <laughs> so they're getting the same education at this point. Sure. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we typically do science a few times a week, some sort of hands-on experiment or a nature hike when it's nights outside yeah. or just to what go out and play. Um, it depends on the time. So we, you know, do all the mixing, sometimes baking is an experiment, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> all sorts of things. And then you get to eat that. And then we get to eat it. Yes. <laughs> so we do a lot of baking. Um, uh, a lot of nature-based things right now, yeah. or like animal observations we've done. Um, yeah, history, oh. we do a lot of reading. 
What was the so, last uh, nature experiment? Last, so we're doing rocks right now. Okay. Um, so we've been comparing rocks, we've been gathering them, and then after we learned the different types of rocks, we would go and uh, identify what type of rock we thought it was, and we wrote a little story about where my life might have been, or my as a rock, you know, what okay. was my what was my life like? So it's the science and then the creative writing there. Right. Yeah, oh, wonderful. Yes, um, I love how it's all blending. Sure, I'm able to yeah, blend. I you know, and if that. the kids really capture on something, they will really run with it. And if yeah. something's just a real big not interest, then we can yeah move like on. I met my requirements. Move on. Exactly. Okay. Right. Yeah. And and or maybe we didn't meet our requirements, and you know that's okay. If I go yeah. ask the average adult who's Charlemagne, like they probably don't know either. No. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so well, we will survive, and yeah. they'll realize it again. Um. Yeah, we do practice reading with my son. So, you know, it, it's usually, frankly, only seated, hard stuff for a couple hours a day. Yeah. And then a lot of play, a lot of free, like multiple field trips. Yeah. And so. are you, like I was envisioning kind of like a couple steps ahead so that you're making sure, sure. that, you know, if there's some sort of lesson to mm-hmm. prepare um, ahead of time. It sounds like everything's sort of very live. Right. But um, do you have any sort of requirements that you have to meet in terms of that, like tests that you have to give? I don't know. Um, so those vary by state here in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so we, that's, yeah, that's one thing about homeschooling. I don't test them. Okay. Um, I could give them standardized tests. I gave my daughter a standardized test just like the once a year last year. But Okay. Um, she does so well on them. It was kind of a waste of our time. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> so, done. Okay, yeah, we're, go plan we're not going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> so this year I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as your end of like your chapter and test, I don't need to do that. And mm-hmm. I, can, I can have a conversation with my kids over snack and realize if we know it or we don't. Yeah. Um, and so when we look again at time-wise, like I don't have to spend time dedicated to testing. Okay. Um, so that's time we can use go play or be yeah. something new because I just know that from, yeah. you know, having a dinner conversation with them. Yeah. And do you, do you do any sort of like planning ahead? So, um, I usually, eh, just about a, by month, I say like, no, eh, this is where it's okay. about. I want us to be. Okay. Um, but I'm fairly familiar with our curriculums and things now and sort of know yeah. when I will, might need to get supplies or not. Um, that is a big planning portion I think where a lot of the planning for homeschool parents go is like choosing what curriculum you want to go to or do you want to use not a curriculum for this and just kind of piecemeal everything Um, so a lot of my big time is at the beginning of the school year whenever I'm ready to change gears saying Mm -hmm. this is what we're going to do this year like you know this year we're using this math book and this year we're using this you know, language arts okay. idea. So I think that's where a lot of that time goes into. Okay. And then I can just kind of follow it yeah. as I want. Okay. As a resource. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So there are ways, there are tools for you. Yes. So. Yeah. There's a lot. And I, and I think that's really, really important is kind of finding your own tribe, if you will, mm-hmm. since we use that term. Um, and then keep up with those people a lot of now of course like through social media and through podcasts and um, a lot of online forums um, okay. to help on hard days or to help with specific questions that's great per so there's subject. a support system for sure you. and it sounds like is there a support system like in person or, or is not it in like my uh, in my area a little virtually. bit okay um which frankly brings me to you know one of the reasons when I started thinking about um, coming to you for the podcast is I had had a lot of in-person encounters with other homeschoolers in the area. And yeah. so many of them were just like 
you just look at the moms and they're so scared. You know, people are, are scared to homeschool and they're scared when they first start and they're scared almost on a daily basis of, you know, like, am I doing enough? Am I meeting the requirements? There's okay. this constant, like even now I sound pretty confident about it, right? But later I'll like go to my book and be like, oh my gosh, we didn't do this today. And oh my gosh, is this right? And oh my gosh. And yeah. um, even though I inherently know that my kids are at or above level, um, yeah. there's this, yeah, this constant like, oh my gosh, I took them to the grocery store. Now is somebody going to think that we're not doing this? Because, you know, and people <laughs> yeah. have actually said things. And it's yeah. like, oh my goodness. Well, it's spring break this week. Exactly. So exactly. they can run free right outside at any time Go of day. It. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that. Um, like the truancy officers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, so many moms are just really, really scared that it's mm. it's a hard thing for them yeah. to do. Um. Yeah, interesting. And either judgment from neighbors or the school officials when you yeah. do submit your paperwork, um, or everybody else in my that I know is using X Y Z curriculum, and I'm using the A B C curriculum. And a lot okay. of constant. Is this the best thing? Yeah. You know, because ultimately we're putting ourselves out there, right? But you're we're doing this big experiment on our kids. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know what. You're always doing experiment on your kids, whether yeah, they're that's in true, a that's public school or a private school Ooh. or homeschooled. And it's interesting because I don't have kids, as you know, but I feel like my friends who have children, whether they are in this setting that you have created for your children or they go to public school or private school, I feel like they're always asking, sure. am I doing the right thing? Sure. And am I good enough? Mm-hmm. And, oh, I mean, I'm hoping that <laughs> just the way that we teach uh, yoga, mm-hmm. right? We're helping change that just right. in general. Yeah. Um, because there is this um, deficiency and um, I feel that especially women feel that they mm-hmm. are not good enough. And so it translates through the motherhood. Yeah. And so um, I can see how what you're painting the picture of is spe- specifically to ho- stay at home and mm-hmm. work um, homeschooling um, can can kind of exaggerate that too. Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, and then, you know, yeah, society wants to, to push the kids yeah. so quickly, right? When I said I originally oh, wanted yeah. to homeschool so that we could play and the idea that, oh, these kindergartners are going to sit in a seat for five hours oh, a day. And, I know. It's crazy yeah. to hear how they're getting homework so early. I mean, I remember I used to play. <laughs> sure. Yeah, run in the yard and have fun. And guess what? I think I'm kind of smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it works out. (laughs) It's like, how did we get to that point where we took away, you know, um, physical education or arts and, Mm -hmm. you know, the schools or even the recess time? Yeah. It just gets smaller and smaller and the backpacks backpacks get bigger and bigger with the homework. Yeah, and and we we leave very little um, room. You know, we talked about experiments, like physical experience, but but for any experimentation. um, This is something we talked about. I talked about with the cadets um, when leading their teacher training, like there's no room for failure. You know, a, a cadet can't yeah. say, certainly not now that they're yeah. at um, the academy, but in high school, like, oh, you know, I'm not, oh, if I'm interested in this subject, but I'm just going to try it out. And like, maybe I'll just fail. And like, that's okay. Yeah. Like, it's not for them, you no, know? And, it's and not. Yeah. That's, it's already like really high stakes. So. Yeah. And um, I feel, I mean, my sister didn't continue that route of, of military, but she even had that because she was, you know, um, taking a, in high school the path of being an art, um, performing artist. And so, but she was constantly always thinking, I don't remember having so much pressure. I don't know if that's a generational mm-hmm. thing for us or what, but there was just that 
urgency of I have to get this done or I'm not going to sure. succeed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And already, I mean, like with my kids and, and I met a new homeschooler the other day who was just homeschooling her kindergartner and she looked at me and she's like, what are we going to do about college? And I was like, wow, oh like, my gosh. I don't know what I'm having for dinner. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> but, but at the same time, of course I think about that too, well, yeah, primarily course, because I've been yeah. asked so much, but, um, <laughs> I, I, I don't lose sleep at night over those, yeah. those big questions. Right. But, um, yeah. I mean, that's like where our society mind goes yeah. immediately. It's like, and it's interesting. Your, your daughter is not in that environment, right. but she's already putting it on herself. Sure. How she was saying, no, you're going to send it to wherever yes. and they're going to see that we don't yeah. know what we're doing. Here. Right. Right. Yeah. And be, because in my that. moments of weakness, right. You I've said, said that. that. Okay. Yeah. So she's sure. It up. <laughs> yeah. Because it's still hard for me to, it. to not like yeah. get all my checkpoints done at the end of the day. Uh, right. Like I'll, like I said, yeah. I'm very verbal. Well, guys, now we haven't done the schoolwork here. Yeah. Not, you know, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. For, yeah, but, for kids or yeah. adults, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, but but I still feel that need to, yeah. like, vent off on and They're the ones, they're the ones <sighs> yeah, who get it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have that now that you're, it sounds like you're making more connections with um, homeschooling moms. Mm-hmm. Are you able to use them as a sounding board instead of? The kids? Um, a little bit. I don't have that kind of relationship with them. I'm sure it's okay. some some groups they do. Yeah. Um, I don't feel that as much with the ones that I hang out with here, but mm-hmm. um, I think that's just a personal, you know, time okay. and space. Yeah. I, I could, you yeah. know, but yeah. yeah, I'm never someone to super share with. <laughs> ironically. <laughs> As you're um, here on yes, the podcast, yes, sharing here with I am. a whole bunch of people you'll maybe never meet. Indeed. Um, but you're inspiring them, you yes, know, whether they you. have um, children who they're homeschooling or they're considering it or just looking at it from a different perspective. Sure. Whether they have kids or not kids and thinking maybe someday when I have children, I could mm-hmm, do this mm-hmm. or you're maybe opening their eyes to the, the stuff that they didn't consider right. that would be challenging. Yeah. Um, and I would love to focus on that too in a moment, but you were saying, and you, I don't want to put pressure on you, but what does that look like for, in terms of the bigger picture of college? Like mm-hmm. how, um, how is that looked at for colleges? Yeah. So they, when kids, if kids want. homeschool all the way through, they don't technically graduate. Okay. Um, unless you, I think you can on an individual basis work with high schools. And if you've established this relationship, you could get, basically build a transcript okay. based upon and what you're doing at home. And then they might get a diploma like a and walk, but right. Well, so they sometimes can even earn the diplomas, okay. but by and large, they don't graduate, okay. but yes, they can still test for um, a GED. But in most cases, I think it doesn't matter, right? How often have you been asked for your high school diploma? Oh, never. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the, it's actually <laughs> the nicest one. Yeah. It's so funny. It was like in this like leather bound thing and it had that I had honors. And it's so funny because my college one was, it was nice, but I just remember getting my high school and I was like, whoa, I <laughs> yeah. don't even, yeah. yeah and um, in the same way that, that um, like <laughs> when you funny. apply to colleges, in the same way that there's usually a, you know, admission officer for each region or something, now there's usually yeah. one for homeschoolers. Um, yeah. It's increasingly um, accepted. And, and that okay. person is an expert on all things homeschool and Got they kind of know what to look for in those. Okay. Um, those packets. Yeah. And so. are you still looking at it year to year as you were saying? Um, we would like to do it all the way through, okay. but I am still, you know, if it just suddenly doesn't work out. Yeah. For now we can't, we certainly can't imagine sending them to the school at this point. Yeah. So. 
And are you opening that as a dialogue with them too, saying, hey, is this something um, that you want or is this ultimately? If they ever, my daughter is still very much saying at this point that she wants to, home, both of them. Yeah. They okay. like it. Yeah. We, you know, we like to be able to have our quiet time yeah. and throughout the day and we're able to do that more with homeschooling yeah. and um, yeah, we like to be together. Yeah. <laughs> And do they get a lot of time with other children too? So they're both in um, different activities like mm-hmm. gymnastics and karate and we go to the library all the time and um, we have neighbors that we yeah. play with and we meet regularly with, like I said, um, field trips and things. So, uh, But the other thing with homeschooling is that the kids are typically with um, people of different ages more than mm-hmm. they would be, right? Like my kids yeah. spend a lot more adult time and know how to act at midday in a coffee shop. and yeah. um, Right. It's a different form of socialization. It's yeah, that I think is a plus mm-hmm. because, um, and I think this is something that I maybe noticed because of you that has changed. Because I remember when I was in school, like elementary school, there were a couple of kids that came into middle school that had been homeschooled, and I feel like they must have been so isolated mm. because here we were, you know, they were like a fish out of water coming into school, and everyone's like, oh, they're homeschooled, and I just remember like. They didn't have, they didn't have the social skills, but mm-hmm. it sounds like, and I think that the, our world has shifted to a lot, um, because maybe those moms felt like you, like, oh my gosh, I can't take them outside of their, their house because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> then the truancy office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, that's, I think that's a real plus is that you can integrate them with so many different, um, experiences, as you said, and different social, ex- um, situation yeah and um so it's a different idea then of, yeah right like are mine the best at raising their hands to talk no <laughs> are, we, are, are we the best at like waiting in lines not necessarily yeah so a, a different <laughs> set of social skills now yeah. right but but now like with I was listening to something the other day about um the effect of um or reading uh something the other day about the effect of screen time now with socialization mm. right like how yeah inept are all of us at sitting in an elevator <laughs> and like true. talking right and in yeah. this idea of being able to um feel and mm. gather information from a conversation that yeah. others have is is degraded for everybody going yeah. down because of that right like yeah. how is that effect of us so there's all different aspects of socialization that i think um, that's so true interesting yeah yeah so. Oh my gosh. Um, and so you wanted to talk a little bit about, um, vulnerability. Sure. Uh, and, and what it, well, let me just have that you, what yeah. does that mean to you? What do you want to? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think it that? just kind of means for me, um, just that we're always here, um, always experiencing our own things, always ex- seeing the world ourselves, but within this homeschooling context, always feeling like eyes are on you. Mm. Um, like whether it's my kids' eyes constantly on me or whether it's the neighbor's eyes constantly on me, like, oh, she's homeschooling right now or oh, she's not homeschooling right now. Um, or society's eyes on me for the same reasons, the school officials' eyes on me, um, other homeschooling parents' eyes on me. And, and it doesn't necessarily mean bad, right? right. Like, Just oh, like, man. What is she doing being inspired by you too? It, yeah, exactly. Which, yeah. of course, has like its own pressure, you know? Yeah. People, like I said, the, um, because I'm one, the one that often organizes some of these things, the people will come up to me like, oh, I hear that you've done this and that, and it looks like it's going so well. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, things were just really bad in my house. 
<laughs> Things were not good this morning. You are so funny. Yeah, you're always <laughs> like that whenever I see you. Like, you don't know the story. <laughs> it's not working out so well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so so how do you live up to, to any of those things, right? And yeah. like, oh, you're a yoga teacher. Things are... Things are so good, and yeah. everyone's doing yoga all the time. Yeah, yeah all we're right. just all we're doing right now is breathing, just breathing. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> and that is good. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, so, <laughs> so, so the idea I think of vulnerability is this constant self-set study mm-hmm. um, with all the eyes on you, yeah. and constantly adapting and knowing like yesterday this worked, and it's it's not working anymore. Yeah. Um, or, and being humble enough to shift. Yes. It sounds like. Yeah. And um, this is what I need, and but no one else in the family seems to need that. Okay. Um, so how can I change or how can I make space for yeah. myself to, to do whatever, can you, you know? Can you use an example? Um, yes. Let's see. Um, we're all, I guess, frankly, even the breathing, you know? Yeah. Some, da- some days... There are a few weeks where I was like, oh, man, my kids, all of y'all like to take breaths together and, like, this is working. And now if my kids hear me start to take a deep breath, they're like, ah, do that somewhere else. You know? <laughs> I don't know. So, you know, it's just, um, let's see, what else? Uh, we have a lot of introverts in our f- family. There's four of us. I think yeah. we're all fairly introverted in some way. But you can be, need your, like, introvert time at different times. Yeah. Right? You know? So so how can you go, like, have your own space when everyone else wants to pile on top of you? Yeah. Um, and especially that for my husband, right? So he yeah. wants to come home and have his time, and we're all like, ah, yeah. no, we need you now. Yeah. Um, so how, he's just been out in the world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how can you, um, yeah, balance all these own needs? Yeah. I guess. So, um. Yeah, I think that's one. And, and then how can you teach these skills without forcing these skills? Mm-hmm. Um, you did the podcast with Elizabeth about the ideas of cueing in yoga, being more mm-hmm. like aggressive and almost manipulative at times. Yeah. Um, how is a way, you know, oh, guys, this is going to be the most super fun science experiment we've ever done. And they're like, that is not <laughs> That is not, and yeah. your cueing there is making me not want to do that. Um, yeah, it's so, true. Yeah, how can yeah. I not be in like non-attached to that? Right? Yeah. There's like so many yoga elements to it. Um, and I'm yeah. Now that you said that and highlighted it, has your it sounds like yeah, you're teaching them has um, the yoga practice mm-hmm. and the going through the teacher training this past year. That has also shifted the way sure. that you approach your yeah your a lot now. a lot of non attachment a lot of non <laughs> or I hope hopefully yeah I, I can't attach to what plans I had for the day mm-hmm. um, I can't attach for you know if I spend well I don't even spend much time more you were asking about like spending a lot of time planning and everything mm-hmm. I've almost learned like not to because yeah. it it can develop a certain amount of attachment right like this is going to be yeah, the you. best yeah. experience ever. Everyone yeah. is going to love this experiment or everybody's going to love this craft and it's going to be really awesome. Yeah. And nobody cares. Nobody yeah. comes and it's like me sitting at the table doing it by myself <laughs> and which is okay. Right. I guess if I was really excited about it, then I should still enjoy it. Then it you're doesn't, getting something out of yeah, it. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter what they want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Non-attaching to that. Or maybe they're super, super interested in, you know, my son has hobbies that he is super passionate about and my daughter and I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> but but we go there because right? yeah. here we are all together in our little three person school. Yeah, 
And so how can we all support each other? So yeah, being, being vulnerable throughout all of those things. When do you, and, and that's socialization. Definitely. Right? You don't tell somebody their face. That hobby is not. That is not, not cool. A cool. Not a cool hobby. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. And you were saying, you were also kind of asking or not asking, but um, saying uh, in terms of vulnerability, like your, the family and the peers you, mm-hmm. with your family, are they supportive of this choice? Yes. We're, we're. Very, very fortunate. And our yeah. family has never questioned. I'm not sure if my mom was like super on board to start with, but she trusts me. Okay. And so I think she knew from that that it would be okay. Yeah. Um, some of her job experience, I think, have led her to question some um, homeschooling yeah. methods. Yeah. I was going to ask, since she's a teacher, right. does she kind of give you a little nudge like, hey, you should try this? Yeah. So she's a guidance counselor. So she yeah. has the one that has to process a lot of the paperwork for homeschoolers. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, it's one month out from graduation and I want my son to cross the stage. We yeah. talked about that, right? Like that's not the time to count. Anyone listening who's thinking about contacting your guidance counselor one month out from graduation, don't do it. Let's do it. Okay. So when is it? When uh, do you do yeah, it? Yeah. They should do it in a couple of years out. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So it started to work the transcripts. Um, Got it. <laughs> so I think because of her experiences there, she kind of questioned it. But again, okay. we're, we're very blessed because I think our families trust us, my husband and That's me. That's great. Um, so if, if they have questions, then they're polite enough to keep them to themselves. And yeah. we just kind of do our thing. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, that's great. But but a lot of people, you know, we're, we're fortunate there. Because I think yeah, a lot are. of homeschoolers don't necessarily have that support. What do you think that that looks like? Do you have friends that you that have shared that with you? Um, only a few, and just yeah, they just say that their families think that it's too much, or that they're not doing enough school, and um, okay. what? Or, or this is the other thing is that um, people will often say like, "Oh, the schools are here are so good," mm-hmm. or "You should be excited about moving to that area because the schools are so good." Yeah. I don't. My decision to homeschool isn't a judgment call. Yeah. I don't think that the schools around me are bad. Yeah. I didn't even research the schools around me. It's yeah. not based on... And by standards that you might not be sure. aligned with. Sure, you know, right? Yeah. Because they're standardized tests. Are exactly. Really, really great. Exactly. Know? Yeah. yeah. Well, again, like who's made this huge overarching curriculum? Yeah. I, you know, yeah. um, another story. But uh, <laughs> yeah, my back to why we homeschool. I, I don't homeschool because I think schools are bad. Yeah. Um, I try... Another, you know, I'm trying to avoid using good and bad and yeah. so much of life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like just from the little experience I have with you and your children, I always feel like they're doing something really creative. I don't know if I've ever seen them with an iPad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure that they do, yeah. like, have that time. But um, as opposed to, you know, some other children that I see, and it's just, oh, we're grownups are talking. Here's an iPad. Mm-hmm. Distract yourself. Sure. Um, and I'm not that that's a bad thing all right. the time. It is just like you need to go and take a nap sure. or just take a shower Absolutely. or whatever. Like have that right, right, right. time. Yeah, it but, happens. Um, I feel that you always, just from what I've seen and witnessed and hear from you too, of how you just are always doing um, very creative, just you're very creative and and how you go about Thank you. Um, creating the experience for them. Right, yeah. It's yeah. all about internal control and yeah. things. Yeah. Ultimately, that seems... if that's what we've checked off for the day, then... And that's definitely not something that is being taught in schools. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're... I've heard... I have believed this for a while, but I didn't really think it fully or articulate it. But then I was, like, listening to a couple of podcasts about, you know, the lack of emotional education for mm-hmm. kids. 
And it's so true. We don't, yeah. and we learn, you know, names and dates and um, memorize, you know, charts, mm-hmm. but we don't actually get to examine what's going on in ourselves sure. as kids. Sure. When there's like a whole mess of stuff in there. Oh, yeah. And I mean, yeah. yeah we're and carrying then we, around of ourselves and of our parents. Absolutely. And we, we all see that as yeah. adults. Yeah. And then it just, yeah, exactly. It just is amplified when we come out into the real world. It's, mm-hmm adult human beings. Absolutely. And so I love that you are really, that's the thing that I just kept hearing from you as you're, mm-hmm. as we've been talking is just how you are really, it is that, what did you say? The internal. Yeah. Internal controls. Inter- of internal to, controls. Yeah. yeah. For yourself and for them. Mm-hmm. So that's really beautiful Thank to hear you. and, and also be a witness too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you had a, you had something yes, you wanted to share. Yes, I was going to. Yeah. yeah. So this is from the book Broken Open. Oh, I love this book. It's Elizabeth very good. Lesser. Yes. Um, and so this speaks to me anything that talks about how other people are all in the same same boat of not getting through yeah. life. And this book is um, how difficult times can help you grow, at, help grow us, us grow. Yes. Let me start over. <laughs> and it's a little bit, it's like more of short stories sure. of her own life mm-hmm. uh, and her experiences. So. Yes. Yeah. Easy to, easy to pick up and yeah. read for five minutes. Yeah. Um, so because I believe that we are all bozos on the bus, contrary to the self-assured image we work so hard to present to each other on a daily basis, we are all half-baked experiments mistake-prone beings born without an instruction book into a complex world. None of us are models of perfect behavior. We have all betrayed and been betrayed. We've all known to be egotistical, unreliable, lethargic, and stingy. And each of one of us has at times awakened in the middle of the night worrying about everything from money, kids, or terrorism to wrinkled skin, receding hairlines. In other words, we're all bozos on the bus. <laughs> so, yeah, so even like when I... Yeah think it's all together and everybody else around me thinks it's all together it's yeah. probably not no we're or just on. both of us. <laughs> yeah i think you've read i think you read that in one of your probably yeah, i classes. think i have a lot of lines like that yeah. saved off. <laughs> i remember you reading the bozos on the bus in one of your classes yeah it's good yeah that is a good one and yeah i mean i think that yeah it, you are learning so much about yourself Every sure. day, mm-hmm. just as much as you're teaching them yeah. about themselves and lessons. Right, yeah. And so, like I said, you know, if I can just, if the kids are, my goal is to get the kids into a better world and, and they yeah. made it. Then, But you yeah. say that and people look at you like, oh, that's it's like really woo-woo, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I want my kids to go to Harvard. Or, yeah, but, well, they're going to change the world. Yeah. Because of you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And maybe not a Harvard way. Maybe they will. Maybe, who knows? Yeah, they're who knows? both very smart. Right? Right? That's like a non-attachment issue, exactly. right? Exactly. But they are to going to, that is for certain. Yeah. Because that they will change the world sure. just because of how you are. Um, Thank you. Holding that space for them to, to grow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about or share? I think that's, I think those are the main things. That's all of it? Yeah. You just have to to be adaptive and to always grow. And so it sounds like you're a supporter of this (laughs) this movement. Yes. I like it. Is there any? If it's for you. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Is there any, any advice out there if there's somebody who is doing it already or who is considering it, whether they have children or not, mm-hmm. is there something that you want to share with them? That if, if you are interested in it, um, there's tons of resources. Do, do your research. But to, to don't get attached that it, it has to work and it always has to be that, you know, you can bring your kid home and try it for a semester and you're not going to ruin your kid more than you do on a daily basis anyways, right? More yeah. than we, like, all do. Yeah. Um, 
And if it doesn't work out, that's okay. Yeah. You know, well, we'll rebound. Your kid will totally rebound. Yeah. Kids are really amazingly resilient, right? How many times have I seen them like fall down the stairs when I can? So true. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get, they'll get up and you can't ruin your kid. If you, if you are coming from a place of love mm-hmm. and compassion and, and maybe all that semester you work on is those internal controls and just give a lot of hugs, like that's probably going to be a lot of growth. Yeah. You know, maybe they're not going to ma- master calculus that semester, but like they'll be a better person. That's okay. There are yeah. so many things that I did in school and I look back, like I'll have like random papers that I still have. I'm like, how did I knew that. In some <laughs> like, yeah. But I'll remember those memories of, you know, the parent being supportive or the yes. teacher you being know, non-supportive, right? Non-supportive yeah. or just those, those more um, kind of emotional experiences that, uh, yeah, really help us embed it, like, are embedded in ourselves and kind of create that who we are. Sure. So. Uh, I think you're doing a beautiful job with that. Thank you. Yeah, and I think that's that those are wise words. When you were saying it, I'd always come back. You, when you were saying that, I was thinking of my mantra that I say is set intention, let go of expectation. Right? Mm-hmm. You were just saying with the intention of love and letting go of the expectation. Right? Yes. You're oh yeah, you have to, to let go of so up. many expectations. So yeah. many expectations. Because <laughs> you might mess them up in a whole different way whole. that you weren't even looking at. Yes. They're blind. Your blind spot. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Oh gosh, I'm <laughs> sure all sorts of stuff's going to come out. All sorts. <laughs> and, then, and guess what? It'll be the three of us if they're still mm-hmm. home at teenager years, and I'll be like, ah. That was me. Yeah, that was my mess. Uh, well, thank you so much for, for you know, being here and being vulnerable and yes. sharing this. I know this was a huge leap for you. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, so I am grateful that you got to sit down and chat yes. a little bit about this experience. That Absolutely. You're doing. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you.